Hello and welcome to Real Men Feel. This is your host, author, coach, and healer, Andy Grant. Please visit theandygrant.com to learn more about me. Real Men Feel is here to remind men that they are human beings and they have the right to experience and express all of their emotions. We have conversations that most men aren't having, but that all men can benefit from. I believe that the only definition of masculinity that really matters is yours. You know, I love to give any man who is being of service a, a platform to share his message. I met today's guest, Dustin Baker, in an online program recently, and I was immediately impressed by his, his willingness to be authentic and vulnerable and his desire to help other men. After losing his sense of happiness, Dustin began making changes in his life and slowly became aware of what his mind, body, and soul were trying to tell him. Dustin did the research, study, and inner work required to discover, to rediscover his happiness. He has gone on to create For Real Living and The Strength of Men. Welcome to Real Men Feel, Dustin. Mm, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, let's, let's just jump right in. T tell me a bit about what growing up was like for you. Um, I spent a lot of time alone. I was with a single mother, and uh, she spent a lot of time partying. I often had to wake up for school by myself, get ready. I remember getting ready for pictures by myself, uh, kind of just picking out whatever I wanted to wear. And that was what I would be wearing in my pictures that I still have in my baby book today. So it was a lot of time just spent thinking, really, now that I look back and wondering what the world had in store and trying to pay attention to what the world was able to provide at that time. Was was your general thinking uh, positive or negative or neutral? What what kind of thoughts were you having? Uh, I was often involved with team sports. I spent a lot of time playing hockey as a minor. And so I was very focused on hockey. I kind of get into these periods where I become very focused on whatever it is I'm involved with. And so it's always been very positive and I've been able to just come at things from like an individual angle, not really influenced by too much outside because I'm very introverted. I can often be awkward and I don't, I don't necessarily come up to people and ask them how they're feeling or what's going on. So those are things that I have slowly begun to work on. So did, did you end up following your mom's path of, of being a partier and doing things like that? Or was your isolation kind of blasted all through high school and such? So, yes, I did party for quite a while, just kind of near the tail end of high school. Uh, I got into smoking weed around seventh grade. And that kind of became my connection with many people. Was that meeting up, smoking joints. And just that led to other things. Um, my mom played hockey as well when I was a minor. And she ended up being in a pretty bad accident when I was 11 years old. And she became paralyzed. And so prescription drugs became a part of her life. So I spent a lot of time trying to avoid prescription drugs. And I used marijuana as my coping for many, many years. Since it was just the two of you, were you a caretaker at age 11 for your mom? Um, during that time, she had actually gotten married. And my stepfather, he was a partier as well. And I don't really remember them being home too often. Um, they would 
they were always going out partying and yeah, like I say, just waking up by myself and going to school, getting home to having nobody there, whether they were working or partying, it was a lot of time spent alone. And it was around that time too, that they had a daughter. So my sister, so I was an only child for quite some time. So there was some adapting to do with not being an only child anymore. So during that time growing up and spending a lot of time alone and being introverted and and a thinker, was was that was that happiness for you, or did were you thinking about what was missing? Like, did you have any idea of what life could have been? I've always had this idea that I'm just a small part of this big world, and I used to have like these visions as a kid where, for some reason, I was like a big blade that would like turn to different like uh, shapes and sizes as it would like move through life. And I don't know, I still haven't been able to piece together what that's actually meant. And it's just been uh, quite the journey of my whole entire life up until this point, like every day is such a new experience and trying to learn something new. So when did you realize that that life wasn't working for you or that you had lost the, the sense of happiness? That really came to light. Um, I was with my ex-partner for 17 years. I uh, met her right out of high school, spent a lot of time partying with her, became best friends, got engaged, bought a house together, and that all sort of fell apart with me partying and not being so faithful and then I was working night shift one night and came home to a scene that you usually would only think of in the movies and it was from that point on where I decided to start making changes um, happiness has kind of been filtered in throughout my life before that point I got into BMXing for quite a while, and I think launching myself off jumps at the skate park was my way of coping during that time. Once, so there was another point too where, so I became a scaffolder right around the time that I met my ex-partner, and so I got right into the trade. That became my new thing to focus on, and I wanted to be the best scaffolder I could be kind of I saw what it was like to be the guy in the office and that was always my dream for quite some time and then I fell and got two fractures in my back and it was from that point where I kind of had to leave my BMX on the garage wall because it just hurt too much to go to work ride my bike go to work and not be able to function to the ability that I wanted to perform at work. And so I began to focus on what it would be like to change from being in the field to work in that office life. So I spent a lot of time just getting familiar with legislation and rules and had those opportunities to become the office role, like superintendent, project manager, and I realized that that wasn't fulfilling my needs either. And so I had to make even more changes. And it was around 2019 when I decided to sell everything. 
make some huge changes in my life. So I, I want to back up a little bit. Uh, you, you mentioned that because there were there were millions of types of movies in the world, and you said it was this movie scene that really made you realize your life with your partner was was not what you wanted. Uh, can you be more specific about about what what happened there? I was working night shift and. I had this crazy intuitive feeling that something was going on and told my boss at the time that I got to pack up and go home. I got to see what's going on. Uh, I opened the back door to my house and there was my partner having sex on the couch with another dude. And so I remember her jumping up and being like, you're not going to be too happy. Obviously. And uh, I ended up kicking the shit out of that guy at that time, broke my hand on his face. And well, just that was like, what have I created? Had you always had that, that sense of in intuition guiding you or was that something you ignored often? I do believe I've often listened to that intuition. I ride my bike. I was able to avoid quite a few serious injuries, I would say. And it was always just following that and honoring that, like taking the time to focus and taking the time to just listen and follow that for sure. And so you're, you're currently a scaffolder still, right? Currently still scaffolding. Um, I'm currently a foreman. I decided to go back. I'm, I took a job in an area that I had never been in BC out in Kitimac. And so I just wanted to see that whole side of things living in camp and gone back to working night shift. So it's, there's a part of me that felt like I was taking a step back moving forward. However, there's certain aspects that I was still intrigued to want to experience. Yeah, so it, it it is a camp of scaffolders up up in the the far north of Canada. Is that a community that gets together at the end of the day and talks about happiness and meaning and fulfillment? No, um, that camp actually. So it's a multi trade camp. There's various trades from all different genres, from laborers to crane operators, um, electricians. So. The camp is brand new facility and they have provided quite a few amenities such as having a weekly men's talk every Sunday. However, working night shift limits me from attending that. So there has been kind of some silence on my end until I get back to Drumheller where I currently reside and I host a men's gathering every every time i'm available cool and, and what do you do in your in your men's gathering i try to just have no agenda um see who will who's interested in even showing up i changed it from a men's circle to men's gathering just to change the wording in hopes of having other men kind of be interested just mm -hmm. in the word itself men's circle to me still sounds kind of like some hippy dippy woohoo shit. And so I changed that so that I could appeal to myself more and to the men that I hope to connect with. Yeah. Cool. 
And yeah, in that, I just try to pass along tools that I've learned. So, so what are some of the tools you've learned? What, what, what did you do in your life to uh, create more happiness? I had to let a lot of things go. Um, realizing that I have the power of choice and that choice is the superpower that we all have and choosing to let go of things that I felt slowed me down or got in my way of being my true authentic self, like smoking weed, never thought I'd quit smoking weed. It was like an everyday go to work stone, get stoned at work, get home and smoke some more. Uh, so I was able to give that up and was also able to give up drinking, realizing that uh, waking up hungover is not who I want to be. Um, remember my mom saying like, do the same thing over and over, expecting something different. You're just driving yourself crazy, let alone being crazy. So I started to actually think about those things and make the changes um, breath work has become a huge part of my experience these days. And I love the experience that the different breath work journeys can provide and the feeling of how close that experience is of just the ability of my breath to take me on journeys that only taking mushrooms or doing some sort of hallucinogenic would take me on in the past. Yeah, I remember when I when I first discovered holotropic breathwork, man, like maybe two thousand nine or ten. I've I've probably done it ten times at this point, and I was amazed, like how yeah, that I could have what felt like an acid trip at times just from my breath. And and I remember talking to people like, if we brought this to schools, like kids would stop using drugs because it because your breath is free <laughs> and, and there's no there's no side effects to this either. It was it was just amazing. <laughs> oh, um, is is there one thing that you see as the strength of men? Or is it different for each person? The strength of men to me is the connection to emotion and being able to have that ability to express. Expression is our strength. And it's changing it from this, what it's thought to be, to a more emotional connection to that. So kind of getting out of your head and more into your heart. 100%. Cool. And looking back, is that something you realized all along or, you know, like what, what, what got you there? I've always been very emotional. Um, tears have often always been able to find their way to my face, whether I was getting in shit for something, even into my adulthood at work. Um, doing something wrong, tears would always come. And it's taken some time to realize that I just didn't have the proper ways to express how I was feeling. Mm. Even till like right now, I feel this emotion and I see the changes in my face looking in the camera. And I have more of a pride in that now. Like there's not a lot of men who are willing to reach that point inside of themselves and I, lo I love having that ability so cool and did you always love that ability no <laughs> I, said, I know that I know I knew that answer and I've lived that answer so yeah <laughs> so what, what what made you appreciate 
your emotions? Just realizing how it connected me to myself. Um, to that true form of connection to my heart, my mind, my body. It kind of brought all the pieces together instead of blocking one of them out by thinking I wasn't man enough or using anger as a defense to like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like I've now been able to let all that resentment towards myself go and just find that connection to myself and be proud of it and be willing to express what comes up and not keep things hidden. How do you know, like, are, are there, is there, is there physical sensations? Like, how do you know you have that connection? I think there's a sensation that I feel kind of in my chest. It's, I guess, comparable to butterflies or yeah, I think butterflies would be the biggest comparison and realizing that that is my senses telling me something. So is is the your program, the strength of men, is is that the the men's gathering or are there other aspects to that right now? Currently it's the men's gatherings. I have a few things that I've been wanting to work on, but taking this night shift role has kind of put those on the back burner for the financial stability that I was looking to create. Mm -hmm. Um in the meantime, though, I have been able to create a grounding spray I call the storm. Um, I was, I had these thoughts of when did I feel complete freedom? And it, it took me back to a time when I was riding my bike through Princess Island Park in Calgary. And the smell of wood chips, cedar wood chips came to me. And I was like, oh, that scent just takes me to this place in my mind where I just want to be. So I was like going to all these crystal shops and finding out more about the metaphysical side of things, uh, getting into smudging. And I was like, there's all these things that are to me kind of more appealing to women since that are available are very florally. And there's just not a lot of things available at the, those shops that appeal to men. So I did some research on essential oils and kind of was a little chemist down in the basement, mixing these different scents together to see what I could come up with. And I was able to mix eight, which is kind of that number of affinity where things keep going around and feed one and it all comes back around. So yeah, I call it the storm and it stands for strength transforms our reasoning mind. And so the intention behind it is when I myself am feeling in the middle of a storm, my mind turns to chaos, I can't slow down. It's remembering to spray a little bit and kind of allow my mind to calm down and take me to that place of freedom. Was it possible for you to feel connected to your authentic self uh, when you were drunk or high? No. Um, to me, those I started to see that those were masks, kind of 
allowing me to present this image that got in the way of me having that connection. Was dropping those masks more difficult because of the kind of the laboring community that, that you're part of? There was a time when I would say yes, until I started to realize the power of choice and where I wanted to allow my abilities to be influenced and finding my strength in those choices to know that I don't need to try to fit in with that environment. I can still be my own man. Cool. Kind of dropping all those ideas of what I thought it was to be a man and just become the man I want to be. Yeah. So I get that this may be very difficult to answer, but how did you learn what it meant to be a man? The, the kind of those false stories, where, where do they come from? Whew. So I, my father was not really around when I was a kid. Um, I spent a few odd weekends with him. And I remember my mom's first boyfriend back then. He was uh, very abusive, verbally, physically towards my mom. And when I did meet up with my father, I'd have to meet him in random coffee shops or whatever, because if there was the connection made between who I called my stepfather at that time and my real father, there would be police involved. And so I never really had what I thought it was to be a real man until I began working. And then it was my supervisors that I began to look towards for that fatherly role. And I think that's where I drew most of my influence from. And yeah, they were, drug addicts and okay so alcoholic. it was the influence to keep the masks as opposed to let them down then yes what was there a male influence that you could see uh uh to 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 give those things up to get that connection to be grounded in your in your true self honestly no okay so it was your own experimentation to... yeah it was it was those feelings that i had to start paying attention to and wondering like who am I without these things and wanting to experience that more than I wanted to experience being high or being drunk. And you have another, uh, a project called for real living. Tell, tell me about that. Real living. So forever outdoors, real living. I was able to, in 2019, while still with my ex-partner, uh, we sold all of our possessions, sold our home, and decided to live on the road. And I wanted to kind of create a brand that brought what it was like for my vision of what it was like to be for real living and real living to me, which was the general idea of it is envisioning that I was like a frontier cowboy back in the day and packing everything into my horse and carriage and just hitting the road and see where I end up. I was able to, I started my adventure in Calgary where we sold everything, went to Vancouver Island, 
as far west as I could get. And then slowly started to make my way east. Uh, made it to Ontario in 2021. So when I got off the island, that was kind of when COVID kind of really started to come in. And when I got back to Calgary to kind of regroup after that, I have right in the middle of everything being kind of starting to shut down. And so I was used to being alone and self-sufficient at that time and kind of regrouped, slowly made our way to Ontario. And that's where my ex-partner and I kind of really had this realization that we're on totally different paths. I wasn't able to let go of my resentment for what I had witnessed. And so she decided to fly back to Calgary to start her life over. And I stayed out in Ontario and continued my vision of free living. Is there a particular practice or program or book that helped you that you'd like to share with others? Uh, Into the Wild was the movie that really lit the fire under me and just all the things that society has kind of programmed me to or conditioned me to believe as normal don't need to be my normal. And so if there's one thing I would recommend, it would be to watch that movie and listen to the songs that play in there, Eddie Vedder, and really just try to take in what it is for somebody to feel that freedom. Of the things that you've learned and experienced, is there one thing that you wish more men knew? The power of our choice. Reactions are a choice. Everything we do is a choice. And just having the strength to know that the choices are made to provide an experience. And those experiences are whatever we want them to be. Do, do you see kind of the majority of men or, or people around you just kind of running on autopilot and making not making choices, just keep doing the same thing by default? Yes, I would totally think it's almost like a default just by previous choices that they have made. And it kind of just unfolds this lifestyle that they have to, to just keep showing up for that specific way. As you share more of yourself in in your world and in the night shift jobs and, and in the labor positions and things, uh, well, first, do you do that? And if, and if you do, what sort of reaction do you get? Do, or... Lately, it's been received very well. Um, there has been a change in the mindfulness and expression these days. So it, it is more well received these days. Cool. And everything you've gone through personally and the things that you created for other men so far, does anything stand out that you're most proud of? For myself, it would be the freedom that I have been able to create for myself. Uh, I don't, I've been able to limit my monthly expenses to $700. And to me, that allows this sense of freedom 
that I haven't felt for years. And it's through the choices I've made. Like I don't have children. Um, I don't have a home anymore other than like my current partner. I live with her and pay her rent. So being able to have what I feel is my freedom by being able to hop in my truck and go wherever I want. I currently drive a forerunner that I've well equipped to be able to take me basically anywhere I want to go. And I do take it basically anywhere I want to go. And I've been able to live those experiences and take myself down forest roads where somebody hasn't traveled for years and hopefully not get stuck. But the few times I have been getting myself into some pretty tricky situations, I've been resourceful enough through the skills I've learned throughout my life to be able to walk out somehow and be able to find help or be resourceful enough to use the tools that I've brought with me to get my vehicle out of some of the places I've got it. Ideally, what would you like to see the strength of men become? I would like to see the strength of men become. That's a really good question. So many pieces that I'd like to just piece together and have a general answer. Um, to me, I just want it to be that connection and I want it to be more comfortable for men to grab another man and fucking cry together. To feel that connection. It is becoming more familiar to many men these days, mm -hmm. but like being throwing myself back into the construction industry and seeing the side that I've kind of tried to step away from in what I guess is referred to as the toxic masculinity. And I just want that way of expression to not have to be anger or aggression or making fun of others for how they choose to express their feelings. Toxic masculinity has been used so much and become this mm. word, but to me, it's more, it's, it's the sense of rigid masculinity that men must be this one way. And there's these really narrow walls of what, what masculinity means. And um, from my experience, you want to, to push that wider and let, let all emotions be part of, of masculinity, not have a toxic version and an open version or a soft version or whatever freaking adjectives there are these days around it. Just like, like I always say, when someone asks me what it means, like, well, what do you do? Great. Well, that's what a man does. Right? There's, there's no comparison. It's just like, well, however you spend every living moment, that that's what masculinity is. Mm. You, you mentioned woo-woo stuff earlier too. And like, I do so many things that are freaking woo-woo and out there and things I made fun of and now embrace them because they work. So it's, it's that willingness to try new things, to experiment, to step out of that narrow container of what men are supposed to be 
especially if it comes from people that are fucking miserable, right? So, you know, you have the right to be happy. Every, every human being has the right to be happy. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone's put here to just to suffer and, and sludge through a, a miserable experience. I just don't believe that. And as you said, our choices can make that, but, but new choices can change all that as well. So I love that how you found your own personal vision of freedom is, is being really uh, mobile. Um, yeah, so it's interesting that you're, you're kind of, you're self-sufficient, yet you want connection too. So it's, it's not one or the other. And I think that's beautiful. I've really had to learn that community is the, another strength that we have as a society seem to have just let go. Uh, each person offers so much value to another's experience that trying to push everything away doesn't work. And there's tools that need to be learned from everyone. And the ability to help others is a huge part of our existence. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that was never made clear to me growing up, helping someone else, being of service, comes with such a tremendous reward. Like, it, it. sometimes I feel like I'm more helped when I help someone else have some breakthrough, some realization, whatever it may be. There's this, there is just such this fantastic exchange in those experiences. Do you find that? I do. And I've noticed that in a lot of, like, various podcasts and that connection that they create for the person hosting and the interviewee and how just the questions that are asked or the responses that are given it's there's that each other each of them are healing each other through those conversations and that has become very bright and i can see that in so many different things that i read through and watch uh, dustin is there anything else you you want to share or pass along um, I would like to thank you for allowing this space to create and express. Um, very grateful for that. Uh, just want to offer men that they can be whoever they want to be, as we touched on each part. We're all men, no matter what we've become to believe and be the man that you want to be cool and and dustin what's what's the best way for people to learn more about what you're up to um i do have an instagram page at the strength of men i'm on facebook as well at the strength of men I have a website the strength of men and kind of my travel page is free living f dot o dot r e a l i n g dot com uh there's only one l in there and it's kind of weird to spell but <laughs> all right we'll we'll spell it out for uh for all the all the links that mentioned and all the resources that have been talked about visit realmenfeel.org there'll be a blog post for this episode and we'll have all the different ways to uh, to follow and connect with dustin there dustin thanks for stepping forward thanks for saying yes when i when i offered this to you and thanks for your bravery and being yourself because i know how a, what a scary thing that can be for a man. 
but you're giving permission to everyone else out there to take the risk to be themselves as well. So it's truly valuable and appreciated. Thank you, Andy. All right. Uh, thanks for everyone listening to us today. Wherever you're discovering Real Men Feel, please give uh, a like, a subscription, a comment, share this with somebody. You can always reach me at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Always glad to hear from you. And if you haven't yet joined the private Facebook group, we, we have one. Visit realmenfeel.org slash group. It'll take you right there. And you can have the, the, that community, that connection that, that we've been talking about that, that is one of the strengths of men that uh, we don't take advantage of everybody. But uh, until next time, be good to yourself.